Hello, I am your host, Jennifer Bogard. I'm a life coach and a fellow traveler on this path that we call life. I created this podcast because I've noticed how many of us are sleepwalking on the journey, stressed out, numb, and distracted on autopilot, rinse and repeat. We are meant for more. If you sense that life is supposed to be more than the one you are living today, and you are desperate for a change, but you're not sure how to do it, then stay put because you are in the right place. Every week, I will provide you with a bite-sized nugget that will help you to wake up to the life that is calling you. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode 25. It's so good to be back with you. Today, we are talking about closure. Have you ever experienced an ending and been plagued with unanswered questions? I had dinner the other night with a friend who experienced a rather abrupt breakup a few months back, and she was sharing with me that she still thinks about this nearly every day because she has so many questions. Unanswered questions are like an open loop in our brain that continues to spin. This leads to rumination and it can be debilitating and excruciating. Ruminating thoughts are obsessive and they can be about pretty much any topic, but when there are unanswered questions swimming in our mind, our brain goes into high gear to get answers so it can close the loop. We think that if we could get the answers that we seek, if we could just get closure, then our mind could rest and we would have peace. And very often it feels like we cannot move forward until or unless we have these answers. This happened to me several years ago. I was terminated from a job that I loved. It happened very suddenly. And at the time it felt truly devastating for a variety of reasons but mostly because I had so many questions. And our questions are always steep in a strong desire for answers. Our mind is stuck in this open loop and we desperately want closure. We think that closure lives outside of us. We think that we need these answers from someone else in order to experience closure. But here's the thing, my friend, any time that we make our emotional state dependent on someone or something else outside of us, it is incredibly frustrating and disempowering. So think about this. When I lost my job, if I could have sat down with my boss who terminated me and asked her all of my burning questions and she answered them, what are the chances that I would feel better after hearing the answers? 
She made the decision to fire me. She obviously felt like that was the right call. And I felt like it was an injustice of epic proportions. So clearly, we did not see eye to eye. And for my friend, if she could sit down with her ex and ask him all of the questions that are swimming in her mind, is that really going to provide closure and help her move forward? It might, but very likely it wouldn't. Because similar to my situation, she and he have very different experiences and vantage points. So chances are good that his answers would only produce more questions and confusion and upset. So for anyone who is feeling stuck in a flurry of unanswered questions and a desperate need for closure, the good news that I want to offer you today is that closure is not something that you need to get from someone else. It is something that you can create for yourself. And to do this, all you need is a few minutes alone in a quiet space with a pen and some paper. The first step to giving yourself this gift of closure is always releasing any resistance that you have to the situation itself and accepting the reality of what is. So for me and for my friend, that means and meant accepting that although our situations are not what we wanted or what we would have ever chosen, they are what they are. Things happened the way that they did and looking backward and wishing it were different is only keeping us stuck. I'm not suggesting toxic positivity here. I am not saying to just put a happy face on a crappy situation. An important part of releasing resistance is allowing your emotions to surface. Stop resisting them. Admit and acknowledge your anger, your sadness, your fear, your disappointment, whatever it is, allow it to be there without distracting yourself from it or judging yourself for feeling the way that you do. Name what you're feeling and notice how it feels in your body. This is what it means to process your emotions. Emotions are energy in motion. They will move through your body. Your thoughts will perpetuate your emotions. Yes, but to the extent that you can place all of your focus on your body and the physical sensations of the emotion, the more quickly they will move and pass. For more information on this, you can listen to episode two, which is a masterclass on this very thing. The next step for closure is to write down all of your questions. And to create closure, answer those questions yourself. Now, 
you might be thinking that is ridiculous. (laughs) I don't know the answers. And that's why I have the questions. I hear you. And I have a theory that I employ in my own life. And I want to offer it to you here. Whatever you don't know for certain, you get to decide. In the absence of certainty, just decide what you want to believe and then trust in your own wisdom. I don't know about you, my friend, but left unchecked, the stories that my brain will make up most often do not serve me. They make me wrong. They make me the bad guy. They make me the problem. What I am suggesting is that you decide to believe a story that serves you. It is our natural inclination to think that other people's actions are all about us. Sometimes that's true. And many times they have nothing to do with us at all. So please leave space for that to be true. Write down what you want to believe and then decide to accept those answers as the truth. Now, you might be wondering, what if the answers I come up with are wrong? What if they aren't true at all? And here's what I want to offer. It does not matter. There is no absolute truth here. Your goal is to close the open loop in your brain. Your goal is to stop giving the situation free rent in your mind and redirect your mental energy in more productive ways. You will get better at whatever you practice. So if you keep allowing your mind to spin in these questions and self-defeating stories, then you will get better and better at feeling like crap and wasting your own time. If instead you create stories that serve you and every time your brain travels back to those familiar pathways of unanswered questions, you gently redirect it to the path of your new found answers, then that closes the loop so your mind can rest. One word of warning, my friend, this will not happen overnight. That open loop is a well-worn path in your brain, and it will require time and patience and practice to create a new path. Keep at it keep practicing, keep answering the questions with stories that serve you and move you forward. This is the work that I do with my coaching clients. We uncover all of the stories that are keeping you stuck in patterns that aren't serving you so that you can create new pathways and new results in your life. We often cannot recognize our limiting beliefs in our own lives because they are so entrenched. We don't even realize that we have these limiting beliefs. But when you have a coach, someone who is looking from the outside in, they can see what you 
can't. So if you want to change self-defeating patterns and achieve new results in your life, I can help you. You can find me at jenbogard.com if you'd like to learn more or if you're ready to get started. That's what I have for you this week, my friend. I hope that it's been helpful. I will see you back here again very soon.